1: This is Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended.
0: Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm with uh, Robert. uh, I I somehow have a problem calling you Robert now that I kind of know you. I just want to call you Bob all the time. (laughs) Uh, Winkowitz is who right. is the Square Shoes golf founder. Uh, We talked about a lot of stuff during the show, but, you know, I think I like to see innovation in the golf world, Bob. I like to see, you know, you hear some of the instructors and stuff and you talk about, you know, people, they come up with different aids for putting or, you know, your backswing or, or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Yeah, some of them aren't any good. Some of them really don't do what they say they're going to do. But for the most part, I like to see the innovation of that. I like to see people trying. I like to see yep. people develop a product and get it to market, um, even if they only sell 100 of them over the lifetime. You know, that's not the dream they were looking for, but they they went through the process and they made it. We see a lot of times, so though, that... that things don't make it that far. They don't make it to market. Um, What safeguards did you take when you were starting this to make sure that squares got to, to market? And I mean, direct to people like you're doing, but still, what did you do to uh, safeguard that?
1: Yeah. You know, so I think the number one thing is we had something that was visually different. It was um, you know, Some some would say radically different, um, you know, going with in a, you know, with a more squared off toe than uh, than the typical rounded toe shoes. So we had some good innovation and and, you know, in, in the game of golf, if you can innovate and then prove that it works and then convey that proof to somebody that plays golf and get them to try it, they become a data point of marketing for your company. So it's Mm -hmm. how fast can you get people these on people's feet? Now, a lot of that is facilitated by, you know, exposure, which is, you know, the golf channel, social media um, influencers getting this on feet. And, you know, as we talked, we instantly came out of the shoot, And five months later, I get a call from Sir Nick Valdo and, you know, we'd start doing press release that, uh, you know, a six-time majors champion over 40 wins on the tour is now, you know, tested out wearing it. Then we come out with, you know, John Daly wears it. You know, John's fun and all that. But John was known as the grip it, and rip it guy. And, and look, you know, when we first filmed that first commercial with him, he said, look, I'm 54 years old. I've lost a little, but I put these shoes on. i picked up more yardage. I'm back to where I was. And then Jim McClain, Rick Smith two of the iconic instructors, try the shoes, wear them uh, and call me and say, listen, Hey, these are the best shoes I've ever worn. Then, you know, Sepp Straka, Sepp, yeah. we signed a deal with Sepp Straka. He goes out, and he wins the Honda classic. And this past weekend, he almost wins. He goes in three playoff holes, but he's now number eight in the Fed. So it's all this validation, the proof, the science behind it is gives you that now, now back to the original question is Plus, you've got to have the capital. You know, you've got to have the support, the money to go out and do all this stuff. And and that's kind of how we safeguarded it was having the capital to, to 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 get the messaging out there, and uh, you know, having a good product that is definitely different than anything else. It it works better than any other golf shoe, and it looks different.
0: Now I know it's you know it's fairly new and all that. Did you have any supply chain issues? We did. Yes,
1: we did. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. You know, it's funny, people don't really understand that it's still not so good out there in terms of supply chain. You know, uh, most of the most every footwear that's made golf footwear is in Asia. And right now with all that's going on, the tensions in Asia is put put more stress on supply chain. And, you know, with COVID and getting products and things of that nature, it's uh, it was tough. Um, you know, you go out you pay about six to $7,000 for a container to ship it over here. Uh, and then through COVID, it skyrocketed to about $28,000 a container. So, yeah, yeah there were a lot of challenges, uh, Jeff, throughout this whole, whole COVID thing.
0: I know my nephew who works for... <clears throat> kroger or the parent company there and he's one of the buyers and we were playing golf together a couple months ago and he told me he said yeah we used to get a container for five grand he goes now his price was twenty eight thousand yeah for the same container and you're not even sure it's full <laughs>
1: You know, <laughs> no. and when you're gonna get it you know, yeah. it's, you know i could sit off the coat somewhere but it was a challenge but i think we we uh you know, we had um, quite a few back orders at one point, uh, a lot of frustrated people out there that they really wanted to to get the shoes and wear them. Uh, I think, you know, we've gotten through that, but it's put a lot of pressure on us to go out and order more inventory so that, you know, should there be a slowdown, we're not in an out-of-stock position.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing because nothing kicks off a customer. If they're if you're out of their size or you're out of and and for a lengthy period of time if you're out of their size for two days they're probably not going to be too upset if you're out of their size for two months you probably lost them right uh, oh for sure yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's really tough um you know you touched on it a little bit ago Bob that uh, when you worked for Arnold Palmer and McGregor. The marketing and stuff in those days, especially with Arnold, Ar- Arnold was the brand. Arnold was your biggest marketing asset because he mm-hmm. was so good with people, you know, so friendly, shook their hands, gave monographs, laughed and joked with them, walk over to the ropes during a tournament. If there was a, you know, they were waiting to hit up or something and drink a Coke with somebody or whatever, you know, like that, 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 has changed so dramatically the to me and you tell me if i'm wrong uh you've got a you've got a person that's kind of the the representative or the brand is around but now so much more the other things that you talked about social media television radio print what have you has changed so dramatically since the days of arnold um yeah And sometimes you just wish you, I would bet that you could just kind of go back to the days of Arnold in a way. You know,
1: it really did shift. Um, You know, back when I worked for Arnold, there was no such thing as social media at that point. When I worked for him, we were just starting to do email was just still a, a strange word to everybody. Um, But, but, you know, it was interesting with, with, with Arnold, you know, he had a, his personality was was so big, but but the one thing a lot of people didn't understand about, didn't know about him, was that I would present to him new products, and I'll never forget my first meeting with him when he sit there and we he was sitting there and I was presenting a new iron, and I was giving him all the features. He goes, "What's in it for the golfer?" And I said, "What?" He said, "What's in it for the golfer?" And that was one thing that never left me as a marketer and somebody who's innovated. It's uh, what is in it? What discernibly is it in it for the golfer? Point to me why. You know, and I looked at golf shoes. And when golf shoes were invented in the 1800s in 1890, they put a cleat on them. And since then, I would argue there's nothing that's been put into a golf shoe that you can point to that says, this helps me play better golf. Yeah. And that's where I took exception. And I said, you know what, we're going to build a golf shoe where I can point, I can literally point to it and why, why it's going to help you play better golf. And again, it's, you know, I would argue that the shoe is the most important piece of equipment. It's your only connection to the ground and the ground produces the energy and the power that you create your interaction with it. And, uh, if that's where power comes, if you don't believe me, try sitting in a swivel chair, pick your feet up and hit a golf ball. You know, it's going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, so you know, if you know try try walking on your hands, you know for 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 twenty yards. I mean, your feet and your legs are the strongest part of your body in the golf swing, your arms follow your body. And if you're not balanced and stable and have that ground connection,
0: trust me, nothing else is going to go right. Right. Well, I'm, I'm living proof of that some days on the golf course. (laughs) How's your golf game?
1: You know, I haven't played one round this year, not one. Uh, I, I suffered a rotator cuff problem back in, uh, uh, April of this year and I didn't want to be in a sling all summer. So I decided to wait until October to get rotator cuff surgery. So I haven't hit one golf ball and it, 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 it pains me, believe me. I miss it so much.
0: I'm getting a new knee in October. We can uh commiserate <laughs> via social media or something, you know, like that. Unfortunately, uh, uh, they you know, body parts do wear out.
1: And, yeah.
0: <laughs> and the good thing is, is they can fix most of them these days. So that's that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. You know, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: Where do you see squares golf shoes five years from now?
1: You know, I would think that at some point in time, one of these larger companies will come in and make us an offer we can't refuse. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's that's the beauty of, of, of you know, capitalism in the United States is that, you know, I like to tell people innovation really comes from these small startup companies, small companies, and, you know, these large companies can't get out of their own way sometimes and innovation is tough. Um, but, but, you know, I, I sense that given our patent position, our, you know, the popularity of the shoe right now and growing that one of these large companies that may or may not have a footwear brand, um, acquires us, you know, uh, applies their marketing clout to us to blow it, uh, blow it open a little farther. So, uh, I would think within five years we'll be at that point, but for the next couple of years. Uh, we're just going to keep growing coming out with new innovations new technology to help the player help help golfers play better golf
0: uh good stuff robert uh, winskowitz from uh, squares golf thanks for being with us man i appreciate
1: it, it. it's really a pre- pleasure i really enjoyed it thank you so
0: much for having me no problem uh, we'll be back next week you can check out squares golf squaresgolfshoe.com or squaresgolf.com squares.com squares. sq A-I-R-Z, squares.com. There you go. You can do that. Um, Like I said, we will be back next week. And again, our thanks to Robert for being with us today. And uh, remember, everybody, do something nice. Be kind. Take care.